I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 48. We are nearing in for the year of Carter and Lowry. I'm Dean Lowry, and I'm joined today by Sam Carter, as always. We're back with Jack Kohler, Emily Analyst, and today I'll start with Sam, then we're going to Jack our question. I'm going darker this week. If you could know the cause of your death, like old age or getting hit by a car, if I could tell you what it was, would you accept it or would you just uh, leave it? Um, I think I would just leave it um, because I feel like I would be so uh, paranoid as to when it was going to happen. Um, that I'd try to prevent it all the time. Um, so I think I would just let it be. Okay. Yeah, I'm with Sam on that one as well, because no way am I going to be looking over my shoulder for whatever it is for the rest of my life. That would not be good. Yeah, but I think it's a double-edged sword. I probably wouldn't either, but like if you get old age, then you're, you're set, and you can kind of almost live freer if it's of old age. So... You know, two sides of that. But we're not here to talk about, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. It's time to talk about baseball. And uh, a lot happened in this past week. So I'm going to get us started with the National League. First up, uh, we're going to talk about the wild card game. Jack, the walk-off home run. Just uh, take us through uh, what that was like for you against the Cardinals. It was a great feeling. I mean, two outs, walk-off in the wild card game. It's kind of the dream of every baseball player ever. So, you know... Probably a great feeling for uh, Chris Taylor. Um, Bellinger did good to get on and keep the inning going, but Chris Taylor delivered. All right, and uh, the Dodgers' current situation, um, a lot has progressed. Game four is today. Uh, the Giants do lead that series 2-1, to one, though, so the Dodgers have to win two in a row uh, to keep it alive. You know, Jack, you know, be an analyst here. What percentage uh, are you giving the Dodgers of uh, pulling it out here? As much as I would like the Dodgers to win, I don't think they're going to win. Um, so I'm going to have to give them a 15 to 20% chance of winning. The Giants oh. are going to have their ace um, in game five if it comes to that, whereas Dodgers are going to have their third man. So it's it's not going to be – it's not favorable for the Dodgers. Well, uh, we have a uh, you know a big Braves you know fan base among all of our fans, and you bashed them, said – Weak division, this and that. You're giving it to the Brewers. It's not over yet, but Atlanta is up 2-1. They have a chance uh, today to finish it off. And do you think that the Braves have to win Game 4 if they're going to win it, or do you think uh, even if they lose Game 4, they can win a Game 5 in Milwaukee? I do think that the Braves could win a Game 5. I think the uh, problem with Game 5 for the Brewers is actually that they have to win Game 4 at all costs. So they might Mm -hmm. throw anyone they can, and then come game five, they may have no one left. Um, mm. But I do think that Braves take game four. All right. Uh, Sam, why don't you take us to the American League? So, Jack, tell us about the uh, Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees wild card matchup. It was a great game, made even better by their famous rivalry. I was not too surprised by the Red Sox winning, but I was surprised by how much they won by. I mean, 6-2 to two 
with teams that were tied in the regular season is quite the deficit. Um, and then currently the Astros lead the Chicago White Sox two to one in their series. What do you have to say about that? I mean, like I said, I expected the um, Astros to win. I'm hoping that the White Sox will win. Um, the White Sox are actually playing right now and are up 1-0 in the top of the third. So that gives me hope. But I do think Astros are going to win it all or win their series. Yeah. Um, so now Tampa Bay versus uh, the Boston Red Sox. Boston won that 3-1. to one. What do you think about that? I was really surprised. I thought that the Rays were super dominant going into the playoffs. The Red Sox just played better. The Rays didn't play well. Red Sox got a couple of lucky plays. Um, some interesting rules went into effect that don't normally go into effect that led to the Red Sox winning. All right. And, uh, you know, Jack, last week we made you, you know, give a prediction on the World Series. Now we're going to make you do it again. If uh, Right now, from what you see, look into the Oracle of Jack Cole. Uh, what do you predict the World Series matchup will be uh, at this moment? The Oracle of Jack Cole right now is saying it's going to be Giants-Astros. Hmm. Well, uh, that's about all the time we have for this segment of Carter and Lowry. And uh, Jack or Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. Nope. All right, uh, we'll be right back with our college football segment. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, and we are back with college football and uh, a huge week in college football. Let's cut to the chase. The game of the week, number one Alabama goes down at Kyle Field, 41-38 to Texas A&M. Sam, did you see this coming at all? I didn't. Uh, the past two games that I've seen – or past few games, that is, that I've seen from Texas A&M, I've been beyond disappointed. Um, well, not disappointed, but uh, just unamused. You know, I, I feel like they weren't that great of a team. And this time they proved me wrong against supposedly the best team in the country up until Saturday night, um, you know, it was exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah, you know, uh, when I was watching it, you know, it really was just – it was like – it always felt like, you know, Alabama was going to come back. You know, we, we were told that they're this team that is just unbeatable. And then Texas A&M, you know, they beat them on the line. They played better, uh, you know, in those tight spots. And it was just unbelievable to watch. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the drama at the end with, you know – Alabama goes up, you get the pump block, you got the the touchdown returned on the kickoff, and then, you know, Texas A&M ties the game, and then a game-winning field goal. Um, so just incredible stuff out of that game. And uh, so I got to ask you now, Sam, is it possible for two teams from the SEC to now make it to the college football playoff? Um, you know, I thought it was before. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think it always will be. Uh, as long as Alabama doesn't take another loss. Um, I think if, if they were to win out and Georgia were to win out, 
and Alabama were to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, both teams would make it. Now, if Georgia wins out and beats Alabama, I think it's unfair that Alabama would then make the playoff. All right. Well, uh, we also had some great uh, games. You know, the rest of the week uh, kind of got overshadowed. Arkansas won 52-51 in a wild game against Ole Miss. Uh, but the big game, the Red River Showdown, t- Texas had the big lead, but they faltered to number six Oklahoma. Spence Rattler, though, did not play in the second half, deferred to a backup. Um, how does this uh, shake uh, their confidence going forward? And can Oklahoma, you, you see them pushing forward to make the playoff? Um, I don't know. That's really tough given the choices or the other teams that there are in the rest of uh, college football. I'm going to go uh, with they're not going to make the playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I could really see it going either way. But I do think Alabama is better than them. So, All right. Well, uh, you know, looking down, you know, obviously you got the big matchup. You know, a lot of defense in the Big Ten this year. Uh, Iowa got the great win, uh, 23-20. They are now the number two team in the country. And looking ahead to next week, we got two ranked matchups. Um, obviously, you know, the big one is going to be Kentucky-Georgia, and you got Oklahoma State-Texas. Uh, Kentucky, Georgia, obviously Kentucky is the other undefeated team in the SEC East. Um, but Georgia is playing this game at home. They're 23-and-a-half uh, point uh, favorites against the number 11 team in the country. Does Kentucky stand any chance of winning this game, Sam? Um, I think they can if they can uh, get their offense really clicking. Um, we did not see Clemson do that against Georgia. And I think that is why uh, we saw the score be what it was. Um, I don't know if Kentucky's defense is as strong as Clemson's, um, but I think that if they if they catch Georgia right, then I think they could definitely win. Uh, but I don't I don't think it's likely. All right, Sam, why don't you take us through uh, what happened with Clemson this week? Well, we had a bye week. So not much happened. <laughs> well, that's uh, kind of sad. Uh, but you know what else is sad is the North Carolina Tar Heels are now three and three after losing to the worst team in the ACC at home. Um, uh, terrible O line, a lot of frustration. Um, I don't know what to say. Well, it was just, it was just bad. You don't want to see that. Um, you know, really sad that we didn't get to capitalize on Sam Howell, but now he might come back. Uh, for his last year of eligibility, instead of going to the NFL draft, next week we'll face Miami, which is a big game because we ran up the score on them last year, and they're going to be upset, uh, but that game is at home uh, for the Tar Heels. Uh, so, Sam, any final thoughts uh, before we uh, go to the NFL? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for this college football segment, and we'll be right back with the NFL. Welcome back, and we're back talking about the NFL. Sam, <laughs> I don't know why I started singing. But uh, we are back with the NFL. And Sam, uh, why don't you take us through uh, what happened with the Steelers this week? Um, It was a victory. Uh, I thought it would be a victory um, against the Broncos, who are a overrated team. Mm. Um, There's not much to say. Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt, so that hurts. Um, (laughs) You know... There's not much to say. It's a victory. Yeah. We're two and three now, still last in the AFC North. Um, but, you know, 
taking it week by week. That's right. And uh, the Bengals, you know, almost posed a threat, almost went to 4-1, uh, but crazy game there uh, against the Green Bay. Uh, but next week, the Steelers will take on the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson because he broke his finger. He'll be out for eight weeks. Uh, he's on both my fantasy teams, by the way. Uh, but besides that, the Panthers, uh, a crushing loss to the Eagles at home. We blocked a punt, and it was a safety. It should have been a touchdown. We lost by three. That was five points right there. Um, yeah. I want to blame this one on the O-line. The defense was great again, um, but a chance to snap this little streak of losing here uh, We'll put the Vikings at home next week. And now, you know, we're going to replace uh, Fantasy Free for All. We're very sorry. Sam wanted to mention this team is still undefeated. Um, but we got to talk about John Gruden. Uh, when it was revealed that uh, several years ago he sent some homophobic, uh, racist, and misogynistic emails uh, and you know they were dug up by a coworker. This was not something you know she went intentionally looking for them, uh, but obviously he did send them, and uh, he has been uh, released uh, as coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, Sam, just give me a reaction to this whole situation. Um, you know, on on one hand, I agree with uh, getting rid of people who who make comments like that. Um, but on the other hand, it happened 10 years ago. Um, I still think it's the right move. I, you, this, this kind of stuff is unacceptable and it has been unacceptable. Um, even though it was somewhat acceptable at the time, it, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's the right move to get rid of him. Um, and he kind of headed that off by resigning. So it's it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Right, and uh, questions remain because, you know, they fielded a good team this year, and they're in a competitive division. Uh, the Chiefs are faltering a little bit, so, you know, they had a chance to pick up the division title this year. Uh, so see where they go from there. But it's time for the tradition, unlike any other. It's the NFC's game. Cowboys remain dominant. They're 4-1. But the Eagles and football team are two and three, and the Giants are one and four. So, Sam, what will be this week? It's got to be the Cowboys. Um, I'm trying to make that comeback, but I I don't think that it's going to happen. So, we'll yeah. see. Though I'm going with the Cowboys as well. Uh, not as you know good of a uh, scenario here. It's not as tight as we thought it was last year, but it's a long season. You know, somebody could get hurt for the Cowboys. You know. Somebody could find something. The Eagles look pretty good. So maybe, uh, maybe not. But, you know, it's a long season, and uh, I'm hoping for Sam and the sake of this segment uh, that it gets uh, competitive at some point. But that's going to do it uh, for our NFL segment. And Sam, any final thoughts before we go to NBA? Nope. All right, we'll be right back with the NBA. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry and our NBA segment. We are back to report that the Hornets did lose both their preseason games. So pretty handily against the Grizzlies, but the Heat is a late comeback when the Stars were taken out, so I'm not too worried about that one. Um, but next week, actually tomorrow, the, uh, the Hornets will take on the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and me and Sam are going to be there courtside. Sam, what are you looking for in this uh, preseason matchup? Um... It's got to be some Miles Bridges, vicious dunks. That's what I'm really looking for. 
Um, but you know, really, I'm looking for a Hornets W. Uh, what about yourself? You know, I'm really looking forward to watching Lamella Ball. Obviously, we went last year uh, and watched them take on the Celtics. Lamella was hurt. So, you know, interesting to see what he does. Almost had a triple-double in the Heat game. But just to really see, you know, you can only get so much from watching somebody, um, you know, on a television. And, you know, to be there, be courtside, even though it's a preseason game, really appreciate our man Josh Simmons for hooking us up. And it should be a lot of fun. And, uh I can't wait, uh, but a lot of news around the league. And uh, first up, we got to talk about the uh, Kyrie Irving situation. And the Nets GM and Kyrie have stated the most likely situation is that Kyrie Irving is just going to play 41 games, and he will not participate in any home games. And they don't plan to trade him. They just plan to stick with him right now and play him for 41 games. Unless they play the Knicks. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. So more like 38. I just... Kind of, that was the general number. That was just the headlines. But, yes, thank you, Sam. Uh, so, Sam, what are your thoughts uh, on this uh, situation as it's unraveling here? Um, I think it's outrageously ridiculous. Um, you know, I feel like the more we've seen Kyrie Irving be in the public eye, the stupider his stuff has gotten. Obviously, peeking at uh, the world is flat stuff, um, but the vaccination stuff is just as stupid. Some might claim that it's stupider. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I feel like this is ridiculous. It's like, dude, you're hurting your team. I mean, it's you know, I said last week that I have my vaccine. Dean, you've got yours. We both play sports. It doesn't affect us. Um, so why would, why would it affect him? Yeah. And, uh, you know, looking forward, the Nets could trade, um, Kyrie for some role players. Um, but look right now, let's assume Kyrie 38 games or whatever. Uh, do you still see the Nets as the favorites uh, to win the title? Um, yeah, because I think that James Harden, well, maybe not the favorite, maybe not the favorite. Um, but I still see them being a contender um, with Blake Griffin, uh, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. I think mm. that those three are good enough that they can keep them in the top three seeds in the East. Yeah, and, you know, more concerns. I'd be more concerned when we get to the playoffs. So, like, if they got home court advantage in the second round and they're playing the Heat or the Bucks, and, you know, Kyrie's missing the first two games, and that's the difference. And they drop those two games, you know, and then they're just done yeah. uh, because he couldn't play. And, you know, maybe things will be completely different in the world. Maybe they'll, New York City will lighten up in nine months. But we really just don't know. And uh, one thing we do know is that things are improving with Ben Simmons. Uh, so segment over to that. Um, ben Simmons has agreed to start talking with the Sixers. He was fine. He hasn't been getting his money. So he said, Maybe I should stop with the childish acting. And uh, he has said he will uh, consider playing for the 76ers again. And uh, it's all about the money. And uh, he came back for that. And so, Sam, um, you know, do you expect that, you know, after all this, his reputation with his teammates uh, will hamper the Sixers' chances of uh, running for a title this year? Um, I think so. 
I think that it's hard to uh, to do that to your team and then maintain the respect that they had to you uh, for your prior to this. Um, I don't. I didn't really look at them as a uh, finals favorite anyway. Right. Um, but you know, I think this does it. It definitely doesn't help. Um, I don't know if it really hurts, but you know, it doesn't help. All right, that's about all the time we have for our NBA segment. Uh, but next week, looking forward, we'll be talking about the opening night matchups and uh, the beginning of the regular season for the Hornets. So I can't wait for that. But Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 48 of Court and Lowry. You know from us next Tuesday.